So I pulled up a second chair. What do you say I bring Graham in? Let's do it. The... How'd it get here? How'd you get here? Dude, who let you in? How'd you get by the gates? Subscribe. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Hey, good to see you. <laughs> hey, you want to do a collab? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it, man. <laughs> so one of the things I think is really important with becoming successful in real estate is to see as many perspectives as possible. And what works well with me might not work well with Kevin, might not work well with you. So I think the more perspectives you see, the better, including how Kevin got started, and you're only 25 right now. The biggest takeaway, though, of working with Graham throughout today was that even though our sort of day job is a little bit different with the clientele that we work with, how we invest is almost exactly the same. What we look for in a property, where value is, and then how to make it happen. We just do it in our own backyards. First of all, you guys have to see this. This is the first time I've seen someone really wrap a Tesla like this. So the goal of today was to show Graham Ventura and give him an example of maybe what some deals might look like that are a little bit more accessible to people watching both of our channels. I think you should introduce yourself to the people who don't know who you are and what you do. Because a lot of what I'm doing too is I want to make videos about how to become a real estate agent. And Kevin is pretty much following exactly what I've done in the sense of being a real estate agent, <laughs> not getting in car accidents, <laughs> Uh, buying his own properties, renovating them, and renting them out. I love this. Your hands aren't on the wheel as you're... Oh yeah, there's that part too. <laughs> they're, they're my gesturing devices, and I kind of just chill. Secretly, like, I see you driving and not paying attention to the road. It's like self-driving, and I'm like, I'm gonna die. No, this is, this is the way we gotta do it, is we gotta have the car, you know, over there. Is there a rule against, like, double vlogging and collabing while driving? <laughs> My girlfriend that I met in Europe, I came to live with her and her parents and she was studying to become a real estate agent because her father-in-law had done real estate in the past. So I got to thinking, wow, I'm in high school like three hours a day, my senior year out here in Ventura, California. I didn't know anybody. So my high school time was, was like boring. I don't know anybody. Uh, so I'm like, hey, I'll do that too, why not? So I got my license, and then while I was working at Jamba Juice, uh, finished my licensing and testing and that, which is a joke, it's just like flash. Oh, it's so easy. I mean, so really, it just starts with getting your license, right? Yeah. And that gets you excited about the business, and even just the excitement of, oh my gosh, if this closes, I'm gonna make oh, so $6,000, or whatever so it is, right? I love that. Okay, no so idea. you got your real estate license, started making sales from doing open houses, yeah. bought your own property to live in. That's right. And so where are you right now in terms of sales and how many properties you have and oh, some of the details on that? Do I want to go into that? Yeah, you want to go into that, <laughs> let's do it. I've been averaging 20 million, especially in the area I'm in, that was 52 transactions. You know, the crazy thing is, so I had 19 transactions for 22 million last year, 19 yeah. versus, and those included eight leases by the way, so I only had 11 sales that really made up the majority of that $22 million. Yeah. That's one of the biggest differences between Ventura and really the central Los Angeles that I see is that in Ventura, you need volume and you need consistency than doing one big one or like, let's say three big ones in LA versus doing 10 over there. Not like one is better than the other necessarily. It's just you need to do more volume to make the same amount of money. That meant uh, when Graham sold a $7 million house, I had to sell about 13 or 14, that's 13 or 14 clients, that's 13 or 14 home inspections, loan contingencies, oh appraisal imagine, appointments. Dude. I can't imagine doing that. 13 or 14 like, listing appointments. Yeah. 
And wait, no, 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 not just 13 and 14 listing appointments. How many did you lose out of that? See, I don't lose listing appointments, so that's oh. the... Uh... I look out at the Midwest or something, and these places they sell for $120,000. I go, wow, they have to do five deals for every one I do. What's going to happen is you're going to do all this B-roll, and you're going to go back and go, Kevin would not shut up. Like, every B-roll, he would talk. West Hollywood's median price is obviously going to be a little bit higher than Ventura, where we're generally around 525. So we took a look at a property that was picked up for 688 that's going to turn for hopefully nine, nine and a quarter. And we also looked at one that was picked up for 410 that'll hopefully turn for 590 to 580. The thing is, we own this construction company. Getting reliable employees has proven to be very, very, very difficult in construction. So we bought it for 688. Add in there. Uh, so in that 688, right? We go to refi the thing if it can appraise for even 850 or whatever. It's all the money right back out, so we could do yeah. another one. You yeah. Know? And this is one of these things too, where I'm so within LA. I don't really get out of LA very often. I don't really see what else is out there. So it's cool for me to see other areas. And you do a lot of Ventura, so I don't really know anything about it. So I'm kind of leaving it up to Kevin to show me around. Is this it? Yeah. Cool. Which one? This one? Yeah. Where's? Nice. Oh, Manuel! Hello? Hey, Manuel? Manuel, you up in the attic? I think he's upstairs in the bathroom. <laughs> Dude, it's like somebody's working here, but nobody's here. Wait, so explain the situation. It says my employee is here based on the employee clock-in app, but he's not here, and there's opera music playing. And he's getting paid overtime. And his phone is here. This has been such a stress in my life, this whole second company idea, that I can't do anything but laugh at this point. But one of my problems is, I laugh when I get nervous. Meet Kevin, day in the life. <laughs> what the heck is happening? So, when I realized that my employee that I was paying overtime wasn't there, I started getting nervous because it said he was there. And I'm like, is the phone just planted in a sewer somewhere to make it look like they're there? So I started getting a little nervous. But anyway, the point of that is, Real estate investing is not easy. Dealing with contractors and, and dealing with people to renovate homes, it's hard. And you constantly have to be there to supervise and check in because otherwise they'll just make their own decisions. It says he was here at 926, he was throwing stuff in the dumpster. Yeah, that's one of the things for me too, is I'm there pretty much every single day. And the thing is you have to show up at random times. Because oh, yeah. if they know you're gonna be there every morning at 9 a.m., they're all gonna be there at 9 a.m. every morning. But then, what happens at 10.30? Oh, party, man. <laughs> Lunchtime. So what was what was this here? Was this opened originally, or what is this? Uh, yeah, so this is just a supporting wall right here. Okay. Because uh, we want to, there was a post right here, and this is the kitchen. You can actually see where the post was anchored to the floor. These are post-tension concrete tendons. So what that means is if you cut into this concrete and you hit these lines right here, they could snap, rocket up through the concrete right where we want to do work just happens to be where they intersect. Putting a footing here is just to get rid of that stupid post. But honestly, man, I think this would be the perfect kitchen setup, honestly, to keep this whole thing open here. Do a bit of an island over here. You have your sink right here. This is perfect because the sink and everything overlooks a bit of the view here. And then do the stove, refrigerator, more cabinetry on this side, and then this whole thing is opened in the center. Um, and then maybe do some like cool lighting up top, but this is like the perfect kitchen setup. 
Thanks, it just, you just gotta open this up. So when I walk into a $500,000 house, I could tell you everything about it right away. So how many bedrooms do we have up here? You're asking me all these specs and I don't even know. Okay. When Graham walks into a $500,000 house, it feels very different from the typical two, three, four, $20 million property he may be looking at. And then you got this door that just pretty much drops down to nowhere. That's, uh, that's safe. Hey Graham, welcome to my house. Hey Kevin. You wanna come in? Yep, let's do it. All right. Oh, that's awesome, man, nap gas. We really wanted to put a window here, but that's gonna eliminate your opportunity for mirrors. And okay, so what I've seen, yes and no. You do a window here, right? and then you do a hanging small mirror from the very top yeah. that covers about maybe 40% of the window. That's what all these multi-million dollar Beverly Hills homes are doing right now. Window with a mirror over the window. Okay. And look at this awesome plug. I mean, this is the most functional plug I've ever you know, seen. Looks, this one looks a bit like a face, doesn't it? It's kind of like a pissed off face. Yeah. What I'd end up doing is do one of those iron bar things it can go along the side so what it's going to do you can bolt it in the side here it's going to go out maybe like eight inches so that way you can still open this up you get the breeze you feel like you have a little bit of a balcony here of like eight inches you don't really have to build anything out it's already going to be there and then you got your bit of a balcony and you can say you have a master balcony and well we're changing the plans all right so where are we off to now well now we're going to go to compared to you guys, a low-end flip, compared to us, a normal flip. Okay. Uh, so you're gonna basically see it's a cosmetic remodel. Zero structural work at the other one at all. Okay. But you'll see what cosmetics do, and we'll send you pictures of the before. Let's do it. We'll hit the market last night for $5.99, uh, and it's kinda gonna show you the cosmetics of the one that we saw at the beginning of the day, the Total Fixer. This is what that one's going to look like. Okay. Oh, this is very cool. I can't tell if he's being serious <laughs> or not. So I thought the finished house was honestly pretty nice for what it was. I mean, my only thing was that it seemed a little bit cookie cutter. Come on, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. Get back here. Okay. Like it's not bad. It's not bad or anything. Like, it's definitely not bad. I don't mean it like that. There's no um, infinity pool here. It's actually a great phrase because that's what tract homes are. They are cookie cutter, and it sounds derogatory, but there's a safety net in standard tract homes. If you go into a tract home and you know that this $600,000 place we've put on the market has sold time and time again for 580, 610, whatever, you feel pretty safe that you're not going to lose money. This here was the guest house. Are you serious? Yeah, there was a gas line, electrical conduit and the gas line that came through right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just had a makeshift house back there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this apart a little bit. The thing is, there's no border between the grass and the mulch. Otherwise, it's very difficult to keep this grass contained, mm -hmm. and you're gonna get the grass growing through here. Um, and also, with the, the mulch, this is a tough one. You're supposed to usually put down that- Weed barrier. Yeah, the weed barrier. <laughs> to stop the weeds from coming. Yeah. So, so now here, here's the difference again, all yeah. right? For me, I'm just so used to so much custom, where people really are just like, here's 30 grand on this kitchen countertop, refrigerator, and some of the cabinetry. Ventura, Beverly. Hills. Buyer has to buy their own refrigerator. And what's what's the asking price on this home? $5.99. So what was replaced on this, by the way? What did this home used to look like? A hoarder's nightmare. I was mean, it really? Oh, yeah. Okay. We had to, I mean, to, to close escrow, in this last video that I'm getting ready to post, I talked about how it wouldn't appraise because, not because of value, because it was a great deal, but because there's so much crap everywhere. Yeah. They're like, we're well, not financing on that. You would walk in, there were flies and roaches, it was disgusting. 
Silverfish and ants don't even get me started. The initial like goal this. was uh, 50, 50 to 55,000 uh, in reno to end up with about 40k. Okay. Uh, it turned into some code violations came up during escrow, so it turned into an $80,000 project, but we got the price reduced during escrow because of those code violations, so it made up for it. Uh, and now at the list price, it's maybe a 60000 profit. Okay. Uh, if it sells for twenty grand less, we'll still hit the 40. These are original cabinets. They're just painted. Are you They're serious? What? Yeah. I love... Yeah, no, this is great. Yeah. This is the best way to save money, too. Just Absolutely. keep your original cabinetry. And then you put hardware on. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed. This was original. Yeah. So we just finished at this house. Now we have to go and charge up the Tesla, but I don't know where Kevin went. Kevin? Oh, hey, Graham. I got a proposal for you. You wanna ride the Tesla? Yes. What is happening? Come on, dude, it's my lane. What are you doing? <laughs> what? This one's an escrow. I'm pretty sure that this one was like 2-4 listed. That's See, they, it? They make it so private. See, I think this is crazy that something like this is 2.4 million with a view of the ocean. So one of the things I noticed about the view that you were showing me is just, I, I think how affordable, I, I can't say affordable and like have it be like two and a half million dollars, but compared to what that would same property would be in like Santa Monica or Malibu, the fact that you have a two and a half million dollar property that here would be four and a half to five, seems like a really good deal. So this over here to uh, Graham's left is considered the Ventura Avenue. It is the most affordable section of the city of Ventura. You get a single family bungalow, like a two in one for 380, nicely remodeled. Uh, lately, people have been trying to get 450, 475 for them. Everybody's kind of blown away by that. Uh, but hey, going up, moving on. That honestly seems pretty cheap for where you consider you are. Like, the beach is right there. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that? We get a lot of LA investors from your neck of the wood that come up here and say, I want to buy on the Ventura Avenue because I think this land is going to be much more valuable in the future given its proximity to the beach. I don't care how commercial or oil fieldy it is now. So then I was really enjoying the view and it was cool watching the drone kind of fly out to the ocean. And I was thinking like, you know what? I should film him doing the drone and that would be kind of cool. But then it starts coming back and I see it just fall from the sky. And I'm like, did he just do that? I thought it was honestly on purpose. And then you start laughing. Yeah, that's my nervous laugh. The battery just died. My, my flight. In flight and oh man no oh crap dude oh the camera is gone well it's right there and right here and right here <laughs> uh I I was actually flying it back in for a landing which thankfully I was doing that but it was still 30 to 40 50 feet in the air uh, coming back in lost all battery power plummeted to the ground no soft landing nothing just boom shattered there goes a thousand dollars can i watch your channel to learn how to oh make my god and i think that's where my problem comes in i get nervous and like wow a thousand dollars just blew up in my face oh <laughs> <laughs> dude thing's gone man guys it would really help kevin out a lot if you hit the like button would really help him out. If we can get 2,000 likes on this video, oh my gosh. it's going to help his drone out a lot. Well, I guess this is goodbye.
So what's one of the things you'd recommend to people watching that might be able to relate to them or help them out? I ended up getting my real estate license. Two years later, I became a real estate broker, continued selling real estate while going through college, Ventura College locally, and then UCLA to finish out my degree. Then got addicted to buying, flipping, and investing in real estate. In fact, it enabled me to go from working in a job where I wasn't making a lot of money to being able to finance my renovation, finance the purchase, and then build that equity to help build my career at the same time as starting an investing career. Two years into college when I bought my first property with three and a half percent down. Uh oh, Dave Ramsey is just like. <laughs> it was one unit, one single family. Oh, Grant Cardone is, oh no. We're hitting everybody. <laughs> yeah. Got addicted to taking this beater property and turning it into something beautiful that we were living in at the time. So now it's a rental. And from that addiction of seeing a property transform and being a complete dump and a disaster, but a great deal at the same time knowing that every dollar we put in was a multiple on our equity and our net worth. And we ended up buying a rental property with 25% down the next year, 2013, another one in 14. And we bought a new house for ourselves in 15, another property at the end of 15, another one in 16, and in 17, a warehouse, and two more. Four December. and a half million dollars of market value. Nice. Just up to that, yeah. Boom. Oh, I missed. Oh, missed that it. was one horrible. More. One more. Boom. Yes. You can't be intimidated by real estate. You can't be intimidated. Just like Graham says, hey, you want to make YouTube videos? Start. Yeah. Do it. Get in. So look, if you can buy a place cash because you've saved long enough, or you could buy a place with three and a half percent down or 20 percent down, who cares what it is? Buy where you live, find a good deal, and buy it. So what's the reason you decided not to buy units and get something like Grant Cardone and you yeah. get like a little apartment building or something? I think the type of units I would have loved to bought would have been anything one to four where I could move into one of the units, right, and house yep. hack. That's what I'm saying, house hack. Absolutely, you gotta it's do the it. best thing to do. Yeah, yeah I, I just, we can't, we started with a house. We can't do it with two children. We were going from a 1300 yeah. square foot single family to a 2500 square foot single family and they wrote us a letter going, borrowers to explain that this will not be a rental property borrowers real estate broker wife property manager explain why this will not be a yeah, rental yeah. otherwise loan is denied yeah. and, and we're like what so we put a picture of our ultrasound for our first child and like we are moving here for our child we live with we love our old neighborhood yeah they brought us cookies but they were there weren't children in the neighborhood, okay? That's the right. nicest way to put it. Okay. There were gang members in the neighborhood. That's what he's not telling you. <laughs> it's time to charge. So you take the nozzle out of the charger, and then you go over here, and you don't put your fingers in there, but you just, but you have to use two hands, like a fire hose. Ugh. What's outro, Graham? <laughs> so I think we're gonna be wrapping up here. But dude, seriously, thank you so much for doing this Great and uh, for being Breaking honest. my bubble. Yeah. <laughs> you got me and, out of the front. And honestly, I love the Tesla. So I think at some point, I think the goal is honestly next year when the Mercedes yeah. is up, I may end up doing a Tesla. So anyway, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you haven't checked out Kevin's channel yet, definitely check out his channel. I'll put the link in the description below. And also feel free to follow me on Snapchat and Instagram because I've been posting this entire day on both of those, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Also, make sure if you haven't subscribed already and you've watched the whole thing, make sure to subscribe. And uh, thank you again for watching, and until next time. <laughs> <laughs> so